1: Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode one hundred and seven. I am the Stupid Awesome Analyst, Jonathan, and with me, as always, is the Hard Man with hard Opinions, Andrew. Hi, I'm Hard Man. Sorry, <laughs> I was uh, I was collecting fan service in that. <laughs> we have short second. There. We have a lot. Yeah, yay. yeah, we do have a, a lot of fan service. Yay! <clears throat> and joining us also is King Baby Duck Evan of the Boston Bachelor Brigade slash Wicked Anime.
0: I am so high on paint fumes right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, your house is getting redone, right? At this yeah. very given moment, you have new paint chips on your walls to eat later.
0: <laughs> yes, I do. Yummy, yummy paint chips. They go very nicely with a, like a white wine, specifically a Riesling.
1: <laughs>
0: nothing. Yes. Nothing. Absolutely. Taste on
1: Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are uh recording on Super Bowl Sunday. That is a thing. And the Patriots. Woo. woo, woo. One of my. Tom Brady. Five <laughs> rings. <laughs> one of my most favorite things that I've seen come out of this week is you know that meme where it's like a group of people standing around having a. Uh, regular conversation, and they're like, oh, no, here come these people, and then it's like these these barbarians that come running in that are pooping all over the place, and they're <laughs> yelling absurdities. Well, there was one with like, like all the stick figures are wearing uh, football team logos on their shirts, and it's like fans having regular conversations with each other. Oh, no, here come the Patriots fans. Goodell's
0: a liar! Five rings! Woo! You hate us because you hate us! You know... <laughs> Although, to be fair, fans pooping is more akin to the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> sports
1: jokes. Everybody poops.
0: Yay, sports jokes.
1: <laughs> 5% of our audience will understand those. And they'll be like,
0: <laughs> I think you're being kind of generous there. <laughs>
1: We're um we're going back to our roots for this episode. It's gonna be a pretty it's gonna be a pretty a uh, run of the mill Wicked anime episode. But that's not a bad thing because we haven't had one of those in a long time. We actually have a topic,
0: but we do have to finish before yeah, kickoff. Yeah. We like, do we do before <laughs> kickoff. So I know. Um, I know. C- come on, we gotta watch the new Super Bowl commercials, man.
1: I'm just waiting for the trailers to drop. Usually they have a super awesome trailer to drop during the. It's not during- gonna
0: be Star Wars though. It's not gonna be Star Wars. Yeah,
1: they told us it wasn't gonna be Star Wars. But
0: I hear it's gonna be I know it's I know one of us is gonna be Ghost in the Shell. Really? really? They're gonna do a new Ghost yes. in the Shell? Okay. That well one, one awesome. of the other ones
1: that I heard is they're also going to do Spider Man Homecoming. Oh. If I I'd be more excited because for Ghost in the, Shell, for the last cool. for the last two years or or three years, they've done a Marvel trailer first.
0: Way back. Well, in if the that's day, the case yeah. I'm thinking it might be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. You think so? I mean
1: that would be cool. But yeah, I think I think that they would they would go with something that nobody's seen before. You know, we've seen Guardians of the Galaxy two stuff, but we haven't seen anything for Spider Man Homecoming. So
0: We've seen a few things here and there. We've seen
1: we've seen clips from it, yeah.
0: But And there was a whole there was a trailer, it played with the um of uh, Rogue One. It did? Yeah.
1: Did it, Andrew? What? Did Spider-Man Homecoming play with Rogue One? Um, maybe.
0: Remember, it, it's the one where he, the first thing you see is a bunch of robbers in Avengers masks? Uh, yeah. I mean,
1: I saw that trailer beforehand. I don't remember if I saw for Rogue One. I don't remember much about Rogue One.
0: I mean, or, <laughs> or, about,
1: or about, like, previews of Rogue One. I remember Rogue One just fine, but... <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I like I, it. That's, that's one of the things that I look forward to most in the Super Bowl are the trailer drops because they're like they're they're theatrical trailers the ones that are like four minutes long and you're like i never want this to end we're gonna and then it does and then (laughs) then it's back to football yeah and it's back to football five rings ah um (laughs) so to get uh into where we're going today we have to ring the news bell
0: bing news
1: yeah yeah Andrew's trying to find all of our fan There's a lot, guys, and I'm just really, really trying hard to make sure that I don't skip over anybody. Because I would feel really bad. I know,
0: there's a there's a nice British man who tweeted to us thanking me for a suggestion, too, I, I know. Yes.
1: Yeah. But before we get actually get into the news, I want to talk about the topic that we're talking about today. Because for the past two episodes, we've been talking about the new season of anime. And one of the things that we keep mentioning is, this show's really cute. Uh, a long time ago, Wicked fan Mike... He sent us a topic that he wanted us to talk about the evolution of character design, which I think is a great topic for this point in time. Oh, because, for sure. Especially because I know all about yeah, that. Yeah, and all we've been talking <laughs> yeah. about recently is like, oh, this show's really cute. This show's really cute. This show's really cute. This show's really cute. And so, where did we get to this point where we where we transitioned from the show's really good to the show's really cute? You know what I mean? We can talk about those sorts of things, and we have a whole bunch of other things to go off in that, so we'll talk about that later. But first, in media news... We got some exciting announcements for Otaku Everywhere about the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. And that is, they announced the Ambassadors. Well, some of them, anyways. There's going to be a lot of Ambassadors, I imagine. But they are announced their first round, which includes uh, Astro Boy, Sailor Moon, Shin-Chan, Luffy from One Piece, uh, Naruto, the cat thing from Yokai kai Watch. Uh, Chibanya. Chibanya. Uh, Goku, of course, and then uh, is this... It's it's Magic Pretty Cure. Oh, yeah, Pretty Cure. It's Pretty Cure. Yeah, right? So, that's... um, Which is really weird. Is is Pretty Cure really that popular that they could be... I think so. Oh,
0: Considering that they've been popping out a new series of that every single year, then yeah, it is pretty popular. Yeah, I'm not even aware. But if, if, you know, if our friend from Scarlet Rhapsody was on, she could fill us in on how popular it is. Yeah,
1: that's the... That's... She's the reason why I know what it is. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, one
1: one of the most surprising first round ambassadors that we didn't get was Mario. I'm super surprised that well, Mario he's a did... Nintendo character, not an anime character.
0: He well, well yeah, they, he's not, but well, he's Japania J- is a, a video game character too. Yes, but, but they Japan. did make,
1: but they did make a Yokai Watch anime. But it's Japan. I As know, no, I understand the Japanese and... ambassador because remember at the uh, the 2020 announcement, yeah. and it was Mario, Doraemon, you know.
0: Yeah, like, where is Doraemon in this Yeah, that's list? true. Uh, uh, but in- Doraemon's not in here, Lupin the Third's not in here. I'll even throw in Jotaro Kujo because of how iconic of a character Jojo is.
1: Eh,
0: I, I don't, but, but
1: universally speaking, Jojo is not as popular as Mario. And even Doraemon, I can understand they wouldn't throw in the first round because he's not universally known as well as the rest of these characters. But I mean, Pur- Pretty career is not, not uni- as universally known either. We just know them yeah. better because we're... I mean, because they already had Sailor Moon in there. So, like, they had somebody representing the female shojo crowds. Right, yeah. I I'm, i like this, that they're going head-on into this, saying, like, hey, guess what? We got ambassadors, and they're anime characters. Oh, yeah, that's know, so mood. So we are already amped up for the opening ceremonies of the 2020 Olympics are going to be super nerdy. And I want to go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. I, I want to go. So, that's cool. How about we talk about something sad that um, Masada Nakamura, the founder of Namco, passed away. The good news yep. was he was 91 years old. Yeah. So, for the first time in a long time, somebody in Japan died who died at an appropriate age. Yep. But, yeah. he was an iconic founder of like video games. Pac-Man, and uh, Dig Dug, and all those awesome Galaga all those awesome yeah. things he had a hand in creating, and they're you know coming to fruition. It was, it's it's really sad as a video game enthusiast as myself, where my career was originally in video games. And you know you think of iconic people who put that set that path forward ahead of you, and you know, and seeing them die is is still really yeah. It's still it's still really sad.
0: Oh, don't forget pole position.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, pole position too. Like one of the first racing games ever, and and was was that one one with the actual steering wheel too? Yep, you it know? was. Hey, do you think when Nakamura died, he he folded up into a ball? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's really I don't
1: think insane. he did that.
0: Maybe he just made the sound effect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those were his dying words. Oh my gosh, that would have been the coolest thing ever.
0: He's got something to say. He's got to say something to say. What is it? What? Woo 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 woo.
1: I imagine everybody just being like, "What happened, man?" I'm sure he's fine, but no, uh, it, it is really, it is really sad losing an icon like that, and we'll miss him. He did such great things for the industry and set forth such wonderful things. But next up to finish off media news, we got a really exciting announcement from Crunchyroll, and their new thing is that they are doing a quarterly uh, tradition where they're going to have anime theater nights, and they're going to put something anime or Japanese-related into movie theaters every quarter as a special event, Mm. and we get to go to the movies and watch them. How cool is that?
0: Uh, Now, Funimation... I brought this up in my recent episode of No Butters Race, and there are two sides of the coin of this for me. There's, like... On one hand, it would be awesome to be watching like world, pr- like American premiere of movies and such. Like, there's the upcoming No Game No Life film that's coming out, the new Black Butler film, and there's very various other movies, even like live action versions, like the live action Gintama. Those would be great to show. My main concern is if they're doing this and they're just going to show episodes that are already on Crunchyroll that you could already just stream because. To be honest, I don't think they're going to look as good on the big screen as it does on your television set. As opposed to that though, how often do you get to go and hang out with your otaku
1: brethren and just like geek out over an awesome anime film in the theaters?
0: I mean, when we went When to I was see... in college it was every Tuesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, when we we got to go to the theaters for a couple special Fathom events, I forget whether who put them out, maybe Funimation, oh no, or I think they might have been third party, but anyways, we got to see uh, the Bleach movie, one of the first yeah, ones. Yeah, that died. was a while. That was a long time ago. Shattered Memories, Memories of Nobody, Mem- Memories of Nobody. Was that a movie? Yeah, that was anyways, a movie. It was that was a really good movie because because that was that was in our really early anime phase, and we were pretty weeby back then. And <laughs> it was like after our first anime Boston, I believe. Yeah, so like we were just we were eating it up. We were like, yes, give me anime anything. Maybe it was before. No, it was the summer. It was the summer of 2008 when that came out in the theaters. Yeah, and uh, and it was fun. We had a good time. It was it was a, just a very fan-service scene, not in the original or typical Japanese way, but it was just like a very in-your-face, here's-things-that-you-want-out-of-bleach movie, which was fun. And uh, then there was one time where we got to see the live-action Uh, Death Note movie, the the first one, which was Mm -hmm. a good film. But then there were people sitting behind us who
0: were riffing the entire movie, and they sucked. Um, I'm sorry, did you like the exposition from the movie and the original anime and the original manga that just went on and on and on and on? I'm so (laughs) sorry they took out all the boring crap so you could get to the exciting stuff. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was Uh, good, too. I liked it. I even liked the L movie, the spinoff that happened afterwards. Never saw that, actually. It's pretty L- good.
1: Was it called L Rules the World? L Change the World. Change the World. <laughs> but so this Crunchyroll thing is starting in April, and their promo that they uh, released had clips from Nanbaka, Bunko Stray Dogs, Blood Bloodivores, which I don't think anybody ever watched. No. Um, <laughs> and so the other had- one
0: that nobody ever watched, there was another one they were showing. Nanbaka was pretty popular. Well, no, 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 Nambaka I know is popular. I know Bunko Stray Dog is popular. But Bloodivores, and there was like a fourth one that they were showing that nobody was really watching. Right, if you noticed, I didn't even write it down. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, because no one cared. I had Bloodivores. But, I at least had Bloodivores in my queue. <laughs> but here's, the th- here's what I would like to see him do as well. Okay. Because as you know, a lot of anime, a lot of popular ones, get OVAs that never get seen here in America. I would yep. love them to show that. Here in the states on the big screen, like there's the Kinmoza one, there's the recent Don Machi one, there's the chan one, there's the Monster Musume one. Those would be fun to watch on the big screen.
1: There's a there's a new game one coming out too. There's a new game OVA. Yes, right. Really? Yeah, and uh and it's uh, it's one of those OVAs that's only coming out on the DVD. So mm-hmm. obviously nobody's gonna get it here.
0: Right. Gabriel Dropout too. Both of both. Which by the way, both the Gabriel Dropout. And the no-game one. Oh, and also the Machi one. They're all Hot Springs episodes.
1: Yeah, you know, they are. Uh, and uh, and actually, the, <laughs> one, the one for <laughs> Food Wars is a pool episode, OVA. Mm-hmm. So, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not uh, as good as a Hot Springs. Everyone's no. still covered up.
1: You shut your mouth. No, no pool episodes <laughs> are great because swimsuits are great. Mizuki, all the way. And then, yeah, and... Uh, and as long as uh, Mito is in it, as long as she's in it, it's it's perfectly fine with her. Yeah, it. I can't wait to see her in a bikini.
0: <laughs> you can see the boobs on the big screen on an anime Crunchyroll night at the movies. It was like that joke in uh, Girl and Lagan
1: where uh, they had their beach episode and everybody loved to see Nia in her you know, in, in her swimsuit and then Yoko comes out and she's more covered up than she is in her regular outfit and everybody's like, what the heck's going on? Yeah, like, I'm not... <laughs> it's like, I don't like this. She's like, what the heck? She's wearing more clothes than she normally does. <laughs> yeah, so... It was just a really funny joke in yeah. general. What are we talking about? We were talking about OVAs. Oh, okay. And we want Crunchyroll to show us OVAs in the theaters. But this actually leads into a very good segue because in for the, the piece for gaming news that I have was sent to me by a million people. And this was... The only exclusive thing, when you buy the Konosuba Season 2 DVD... I cannot oh believe Oh my it. like, god, I and want this. See, and the thing is, is yeah, we got... we got. This is one of the things that we got from a ton of fans for fan service. Yeah. Uh, uh, they they Everybody was just like, oh my gosh, was coming out with a game! And yeah. it comes with the DVD. If you name one of our fans, they sent it to us. Yeah, well no, and there's another one like that too, which is coming up later. Yeah. Um, this game... I'll post the trailer in the description because
0: it is fan freaking tastic.
1: Mm. Like I want to play this
0: game so bad. Me too. Uh, I know it's like a like it's supposed to be like a Mega Man sort of clone, but it's a fantastic Mega Man clone. It, Unlike Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah, it kind
1: of looks like a mix between Mega Man, Metroid, and uh, Castlevania. Yeah. And Kid Icarus too. Throw that one in as well. Right. Oh, yeah. Because the the action in it looks like it's going so fast. But in the trailer, there's the Mega Man style boss fights, which Aqua seems like she's gonna be the first one. And yeah. then, oh my gosh, the one with like darkness. She she gains health when you hit her because like she likes it. Really, <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, I don't actually. You know what? The one that I laughed at the most was Megamine. Yeah, where Megamine <laughs> she was, did her explosion. She just did the explosion magic, and then her her uh, sprite <laughs> drops to the ground, falls flat on her face, <laughs> and then <laughs> and you can just freely attack her after yeah. that. It's just like, oh, great, this is awesome. Yeah,
0: oh, so good. It's true like, to the show. Like somebody needs to like. I I know it's a bad thing to say that as someone that you know has culture and everything like that. Someone needs to like find a way to rip it, translate into English, and just post it online.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I I want to play this game real bad. I Me think, too. I, I think there will eventually be a way to play. I hope so. Play I it. hope so.
0: But yeah, listeners, that... if you find out a way, please let us know. Yeah. But very rarely do we
1: get games that are exclusive to buying DVDs, and I think Konosuba is the perfect thing to do because so it, its obscurity in itself is just a perfect testament to you know here's a video game to go with it instead of an OVA. So yeah. Uh, I want to talk about Fire Emblem. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs>
0: Evan,
1: you, you were playing, right, as well?
0: Um, Fire Emblem Heroes. I've been playing it a little bit. I haven't di- dove into it deep enough to yep. give like some first impressions. But, you know, it, it looks pretty cool so far. It is. Uh, it's very nostalgic to
1: anything Fire Emblem. Uh, ever, almost every single Fire Emblem character is in it. Is Martha in the game? Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's, the, that's the joke for casual Fire Emblem players. You know, whenever you find a casual Fire Emblem player, the first question is always, oh, is, is Marth in this game? Uh, which we elite Fire Emblem players make fun of you. Because uh, my buddy is playing it, but he hasn't played any Fire Emblems. He just likes to play Gotcha style mobile games. And uh, he's just like, dude, look who I got! And it was Marth. It's <laughs> like, yay, you got Marth. Like, I was just like, look who I got. And it's just like a list of all these characters that I know personally, especially like, See my my goal in the game is to get all the waifus that I married. You know, all the like my the characters that my. <laughs> you yeah, have a waifu married. army. Yeah, army of waifus. So uh, I already got Obero from Fire Emblem Fates, uh, specifically from Birthright. Uh, so that was exciting. Like I got her, I was like, no way, go Obero! Uh, and then, but I'm going for Sully because Sully is my waifu of all waifus in all of Fire Emblem ever. So. I is she a, in it? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going for the specific grabs for her. <laughs> so, uh, but I haven't gotten her yet. But I did get female Corin, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So I have Corin from Fire Emblem Fates, who's the main character. Obero. I think everybody gets Virion, uh, but he's from Awakening. And then I got a couple four other four-star characters, which is pretty cool. But those are the ones I'm most excited about. Are you glad you got to talk about your waifus? A little bit, but uh, so the gameplay, uh, the gameplay is really neat too because it is a Fire Emblem style tactics game, just on an eight by six grid. So it's it's cool because you just you use your finger to slide them around into the tactics. the uh, the same rock paper scissors format that they've always used for Fire Emblem is still exists. It's not as complex. So like if you buff a character to a certain amount, uh, you don't have any chances of missing and stuff like that characters won't miss all the time uh they always hit and it always tells you how much damage they're going to do so you can kind of math out the thing so the strategy isn't fully there but it, it does still feel like fire emblem and it actually forces you to switch out your teams every once in a while which is really neat so if you build up like this massive army they give you 200 slots you can collect up to 200 characters from random pulls before you have to start you know wasting your money as a as a person to uh to do that. So it's really cool. And uh, you can link it to your Nintendo account. So I have my mobile game linked to my Nintendo account. Uh, by doing that, I get extra like silver platinum points from Nintendo. And I can buy experience points from Nintendo themselves uh, through the gameplay. And it's just, it's just a really neat idea. Because they do the same thing with Super Mario Run. Which is another mobile game that's coming out. Super Mario Run? Yeah, Super Mario Run. Is Is that a... like a BitTrip style game? No, uh, it's it's a 2D scroller platformer where I think you just tap the screen to make him jump and stuff. Yeah, uh, it's and... Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. it's like... Well, anyway, uh, but it, but it's 3D. Uh, it's 3D Mario. Oh. So you, you get experience points for doing all that stuff and you can buy stuff for your mobile game to boost your characters. Which is really neat. It's a really cool concept, and I, uh, I've played a lot of gacha-style games before, you know, like Seven Nights and Naruto, and if they haven't, if there's an anime out, they usually have a gacha-style game for it. Like, I think Naruto, One, one Piece, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Bleach. and Bleach all have games, which I played the Bleach one, and it was fun for a little while. I played it, no, I played it for a long time, actually, never mind. I played the Naruto one for a little while, that wasn't that wasn't as fun. Uh, but now that the Fire Emblem one's out, I'm back on to playing them, because I quit all of them. But, yeah, so that, that was neat. Uh, Great. <laughs> They, well, because like a bunch of fans were asking, was like, "Are you guys playing Fire Emblem?" I was like, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> <laughs> it's time for some strange news. Strange, news. strange news. So, I got one piece of strange news, and it's f- about a karaoke company called Joystick Fr, and they've created a machine that is getting more more males into the karaoke bars. And- oh
0: dear, do we have to guess what it is? <laughs> do you want to guess what it is? Is, is it a it naked a, karaoke? Is it bar? like a like a karaoke equivalent of a sex robot?
1: <laughs> um close. It is a karaoke machine that rewards you with naked females like and more more explicit pictures the better you sing. What? So yes. it's kind
0: of, they're actually mahjong games like mahjong arcade games? that will do the exact same thing the better you are at mahjong the more naked ladies you see i played one in japan 10 years ago and how many naked ladies did you see i saw three
1: ah you suck i didn't know this actually movie. i don't I, I don't know
0: i, don't, know, I don't even know how to play mahjong but apparently i was good at it <laughs> enough yeah. to see three naked ladies
1: good, good enough for three naked ladies
0: it's weird but it's good <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's this taboo though. Oh my gosh, for karaoke bars. There's a really big taboo in going to a karaoke bar by yourself. If you go to a if you go to a karaoke bar by yourself, that means that you don't have very many because karaoke bars are popular, right? Yes. And they have a lot of people that go to them, but they usually go in groups. I would not want to go in a group of people if I was going to go sing at the karaoke booth that was going to reward with naked ladies. Well, see, the thing is, too, is for me in general, when it comes to karaoke, I would much rather sing in front of a bunch of strangers and not just my friends. You know, you go to a karaoke bar, you have a group of friends and you all take turns, sing songs. It's fun. Wee.
0: There but, was this uh, bar I used to go to in in uh, Boston that d- like did that every Saturday night. It had like the nice big stage, everyone could watch you sing, and it was a lot of fun. I don't know. It's it's just I don't feel like anybody would go
1: to a karaoke bar and with a bunch of people to go to the naked lady machine.
0: You don't know Japan enough, do you?
1: I don't. I guess I guess I don't know Japan well enough because I was like. Oh, hey, you know what's a fun date idea? Hey, this is awkward. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, here's my question. Now, for us, they have the naked ladies, but for the women, do they have ones of like naked dudes? They didn't say, but that is a very good question. Well, see,
1: unfortunately for Japanese people, they have that huge censorship law. So, oh. a naked dude, a naked dude would just be like his upper torso, which you can find anywhere, because I mean, they'd have to censor his lower bits. The same way they they censor ladies' lower bits, but they don't censor their chest and Should we change the got... subject
0: before it gets really uncomfortable?
1: <laughs> oh no, it will never get uncomfortable because it is time for Japan's
0: fetish of the week!
1: Yeah! <laughs> um that was the strange as it got. Our fetish of the week is I already know what it is, uh, because we have to do this. Literally ev- I... again, every so fan censorship. Every to us. single fan that regularly and unregularly talks to us sent the sent us this fetish of the week we got it from temsu we got it from gerardo we got it from scott uh, we got it i think did we get it from, yep, scott? It from scott. scott we got it from scott we got it from Iceman we got it from mike yeah like everybody emailed us about the virgin killer sweater yeah <laughs> <laughs> and peter Payne has been posting about it on a daily basis We've uh, been we've seeing seen, a lot of anime almost...
0: character fan drawings wearing the sweaters. Yeah, already. I've
1: I've seen. I was just about to say, I've I've seen almost every single anime character I can possibly think of wearing one. It's just that new thing. Like they had the keyhole, uh, linger, uh cat keyhole lingerie before, and now it's they mm. had the They had the, viewpo- the turtleneck one. Yep, turtleneck with the view. Uh, the viewport. Um, it. It's unbelievable what weird fashions can do in Japan. Japan really likes their sweaters. Yes. Yeah, like that that mom sweater if you style. Want yeah,
0: to destroy my sweater.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was the origin of the Virgin Killer sweater a fashion statement
0: or was it a character in an
1: anime wore it? I I almost feel Maybe like... it was like
0: an accident at a fashion place. Oh no, I ripped the back of this sweater. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I almost feel like it was only drawn. Like they drew it on an anime character and it just took off. Like, yeah. everybody just started seeing it. It got popular, and everybody started drawing this this sweater on their characters. Like, I've seen Rem in the sweater. I've seen, like, almost all the infin- uh, Infinite Stratus people in the sweater. Like, it's just crazy. They just they just take the sweater or whatever fashion statement is popular at the time and put everybody in it. Yeah, and then they also we- uh, have characters of uh, wearing it backwards, too. They yeah, <laughs> there's one of Megaman I saw wearing it backwards. <laughs> just wearing it backwards, and then like the ribbons that you tie around the back, because it's like it mixed between an apron. Yeah. And a, so there's like a ribbon that you tie around the back of the neck, and like you turn it around backwards, and the ribbon goes down and like censors the chest if they if they don't have the hair that can censor the chest. Yeah. It's a swiping. But just overnight, it just like punched everybody in the face. It's just like this is your new fetish now. Yeah. Um, why do they call it the Virgin Killer sweater? Is it because, like, they... This is the attire now that you wear to sacrifice virgins to the gods to yeah, keep right. them appeased? <laughs> like, when you jump into a volcano, this is what you have to be wearing? And that was Japan's Fetish of the Week! <laughs> yeah. Thank you, fans. Thank you, fans, <laughs> for that. Because you guys... You guys were right on top of that. You guys know us way too well. I you mean, you were- I, I prefer the cat keyhole... I do too I, I agree with you I, I do too I think that one's way better but I I think it is funny because I mean if this is a real fashion statement that you can find in stores you're not gonna see like well I don't know will you see in Japan like fashion stores saying here's our virgin killer sweater so wicked fan Jeffrey had sent us a a tweet a tweet yes he, he tweeted at us and he he said he wanted to know this was an anime related but it's very near and dear to my heart uh, he wanted to know, our waifus for the DC Universe Which is way too easy for me. Like, yeah, oh. Is, well, I, know, it's... I, I, I don't even have to think about this one. See, the weird thing for me is, like, if you name a redhead in the DC Universe, that is my waifu. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there, there were so many characters for me. But then Gerardo, like, fired back and was like, well, then you gotta do Marvel, too. I was like, that one's way harder for me. Yeah, because, you know, Marvel sucks. What? What? <laughs> I what? would say, but I, I do have to say that I always crushed in the Marvel Universe, I always crushed on She-Hulk. Oh yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. She's, she's something. Wait, are we going right to Marvel or are we doing DC too? Oh no, we're definitely doing DC. It's just that Marvel is going to go way faster than DC. Um, Spider-Gwen. Oh my gosh, you're so right. <laughs> Spider-Gwen is, is amazing. So true. Yeah, Her, Spider-Gwen's design is probably one of the most beautifully designed superheroes I've ever seen. Uh, It's so smooth and so, it's so perfect. It's great. Yeah, and and it's funny because she's so new. Like, she's so recent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's got this very anime-esque look to her, too, if you think about it. Well, you know what really helps? It's that hood.
0: Yes. She's wearing a hoodie,
1: and it looks so darn cool that it's just, it's great. I love it. I love love the Spider-Gwen hood. I love the Spider-Gwen look. It's perfect. I don't even know where the whole Spider-Gwen trend came from did they start like did spider gwen start because it was an alternate universe line uh of comics where it was like a what if what if gwen got bit by the spider instead of peter
0: well Uh, according to the wikipedia she actually debuted in edge of spider-verse number two as part of an alternate universe sort of thing and people were just so floored by the idea that they were like We're going to keep this. We're going to continue bringing more Spider-Gwen to people. Uh Aha. Okay. It is alternate reality designated Earth-65. Oh,
1: there's a a perfect tie-in picture from Bleeding Cool article. I don't know why. But Spider-Gwen and Batgirl standing next to each other. And it's Batgirl when Barbara Gordon started being Batgirl again, which was cool. Although I have to say that I think my favorite Batgirl era was when Batgirl was Stephanie Brown because she was a uh, spoiler in the DC universe before she became Batgirl. And then before she was spoiler, she was Robin after Tim Drake stopped being Robin for a while. Just so you guys know, if you get Jonathan onto Marvel, he knows. Uh, if you get Jonathan onto DC, he knows everything about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I know quite a bit about DC, I, especially before the New Fifty Two. The New Fifty Two was an atrocity, but I loved me some pre New Fifty Two. You knew so much about Green Lantern, it was crazy. I still know a lot about Green Lantern, and I think everybody gives Green Lantern a lot of a lot of grief for no reason. For DC DC is easy and hard because there's a lot.
0: Hmm. Catwoman, um,
1: what? Catwoman. Oh, Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Selena Catwoman. Kyle. Uh, yeah, it has to be. It has to be that like, uh, like biker costume, Selena Kyle, short the short hair, Selena Kyle. Like, no questions asked. It, it's that Selena Kyle. I love Catwoman so much, and I've always, I always have. Yeah, I've. Yeah. Always I would say liked... like
0: for me is the Arkham City version.
1: Well, that that's that's the current one that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
0: So some people like, know, just in case.
1: She had her own comic book series. That's kind of the direction it went in. Yeah, I really liked... Uh, I, I mean, I've always... Like I said, I had a thing for Redhead. So, uh, Oracle was super cool. I loved Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon is really cute. Yeah. Um, but I also have always, 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 always crushed on Starfire. Comic book Starfire. Oh, but, that's a good... Yeah, uh, like, I, I, I really liked... I mean... There's always Raven, especially the new Raven, like the brand new Raven that came out. Oh, in new- the oh, in yeah. the Rebirth, yeah, in Teen Rebirth. Titans, yeah, yeah that Her cool. design is beautiful. Okay, but oh, yeah. that was from from uh, John Boy, who who was the artist. But now there you got this new artist on on it, and it's not good anymore. Like the art changed for the new Teen Titans, and like the art changed so drastically that it's not good anymore yeah, it's mm-hmm. not enjoyable to read. But then there's also I've always had like this this small crush on Supergirl, um, especially from the uh, apocalypse era, you know uh, the Batman versus Superman or ba- uh, Superman Batman mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm. and uh, when she when Supergirl was introduced, she was drawn by Michael Turner and Michael Turner was one of my favorite artists at the time. Uh, and he, his art it still kind of holds a, a place that's near and dear in my uh, in my heart uh rest in peace michael turner uh but his supergirl is, has always been a really really cool character to me so i've always i've always loved reading supergirl i even started reading her and I, I started reading supergirl in new 52 as well which was not good
0: i would say as an alternative for me i would say Shira hall or hawk girl as people like to refer to it as Yes. Yeah, Hawkgirl's pretty cool. She's she's pretty ass Yeah, especially in, like the Justice League cartoon because I was a really big fan of her because she was like really surprisingly funny on the program. Mm.
1: Really adult, too. Yeah. Like she had a lot of issues, like oh, relational absolutely. issues. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to think of like
1: uh, I, I'm trying to think of anybody. Oh, I can go for a really obscure one. My favorite Green Lantern was Aresia i don't know what she like the 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 little elf girl with short blonde hair i i don't know what it is but i have but i have a thing for aliens with orange skin not humans with orange skin because that's something very different but aliens with orange skin like starfire and Aresia, i fall for instantaneously well technicolor skin is just a cool thing cool cool (laughs) i like dc but I think that's a good a good waifu watch. Uh, I think so. We knew exactly what we were talking about with those ones. Yeah, uh, and, and I'm glad that it was suggested because I, I I actually never really even thought about doing... Have we ever done a American cartoon for waifu watch before? I, I don't really know. Do we? Maybe. I, I can't remember. Now, we've done we've done so few of them. I feel like it's something that we should just like know. No, we ha- I don't think we've done that yet. So maybe, maybe if people want to hear more American cartoon waifu watches, maybe we can work something out. Hey, we'll do waifu it's watch cool. all around. So. We'll do okay. waifu watch anywhere. If you want to know our waifus, we'll tell you. Okay, so now that we've talked about our waifus from DC and Marvel universe, it's time to talk about what we're watching. Mm-hmm. And so we're still watching new stuff from the from the uh, new season of anime. As to which, we've talked about a couple, but I decided to check out one that uh, Evan talked about on the last episode, which was uh, Siren. I, yeah, I, I, I picked it up. Myself. I did. I, yeah, I started watching Siren 2 after Evan recommended it. I didn't like it. <laughs> um,
0: I wasn't a fan. And it's understandable. It is, I know it, it isn't going to be an anime that a lot of people are going to like. It is going to be one that you're either going to like it or you're really going to hate it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't really like it either, and it was mostly because I really hate the main character because he's a wimp, um, and I really hate the girl because she's a slutty bitch, and and <laughs> and like and I was just like, wow, I don't care about either of these characters. I guess I'm not going to watch it. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, and I know that they change up the girls. Yep, they every, just changed up uh, the girl
0: for episode five.
1: Is it the black-haired girl for part yep. two? Okay, good, because that was the one that I kind of wanted to watch. Uh, yeah. See what she's like. Because uh, she was she's pretty good. Yeah, she's she's a more interesting character, I think. But I'm kind of just seeing like, oh, I know which direction this show is trying to go in, and I'm not interested.
0: Right, fair enough. It so. is, I know, I'm, it's not that great of a show, I will admit that. But it is entertaining in some way, shape, and form. There were a couple of chuckles that I got out of it. Yeah, uh, I, I did think it, some of it was
1: kind of funny, and I, I guess, I don't I don't really know... I don't really know what it's trying to do. I, I know it's... I think it's just... I think it's less of a romantic comedy and just more trying to go for romance.
0: I feel like it's just trying to mime what a light... A, not a light novel. A visual novel would do if it was an anime form.
1: Yeah, I suppose. I just really hate that first girl. She's just not... Appe- I don't know why that guy is attracted to her. I don't know why she's appealing. She's just gross and inappropriate and not flattering at all like I so I was just like why is he paying attention to her it was like it's it's kind of like uh watching golden time all over again ouch ouch yeah
0: <laughs> I do have a picture of her as a cat girl if you want me to send that maybe that might change your mind sure send it right over <laughs> yeah. All yes right. yeah yeah Hold yeah. On. yeah yeah
1: yeah and I don't really hate it I I don't dislike it to so much to a point where it is golden time it's not golden time it's not that bad but it uh but it definitely I, I was definitely but i think it's not i'm not letting it get to that point because i'm more like i'm not gonna watch it till i'm that disappointed in it kind of a thing <laughs> like i watched the first two episodes i was like all right i see where this is going as far as a romance anime click Kind of like what I said, where it's just like I've been burned by so many romance animes that now I just know how to spot it to see where it's going. Like, I haven't even uh, finished watching the second season of uh, Chunibyo mm-hmm. because I, I'm i just kind of like, it's not as good as the first season and they're pushing it in a direction that I'm really that i really not enjoying. I, I don't want to get burned by it. So I'm like watching it like once a month now instead of once a day. Yeah, first season of Chunibyo was good. Second season is like disappointing. Yeah,
0: not so much. Yeah, it was you like don't necessary. want to get ori emoed by this.
1: Well, see, Ori Emo still kind of holds a special place in my heart, even though the ending is garbage, uh, because the rest of the show is really good leading up to the ending.
0: Right, right. Uh, right. um, I wasn't a fan of the show. I know it was something that you really enjoyed. But I know, that I, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up in the news. There's a new show from the creator of Emo that's coming out. Yes. I actually
1: completely had forgotten about but, that. Well,
0: that that
1: will we'll, we'll just be talking about eventually when the show comes out anyway. Because yeah. I will be watching that. I And uh, I actually knew about that. Sh- I think we did talk about that show a while back. Mm. Because uh, when I first heard it announced last year sometime, mm. uh, I brought it up. Because I was like, oh, or Emo, this is really cool. It's about a sister who is a porn artist like you know and <laughs> uh and like uh the the brother really likes the art or something like that and and then he finds out no that it's his way sister. are they going to do the wincess thing again yeah i think that's totally what it is i think it's the same theme this guy needs to go to a doctor
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh japan please stop pairing up brothers and sisters as couples but that'll be one
1: for the That'll be one for the queue. Oh
0: yeah, no, I'll, yes. I'll, I'll be.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll totally be watching <laughs> like,
0: it. You're disgusting. When does it come out? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So I took one of your suggestions and I finally bit the bullet and watched the saga of Tanya the Evil. Uh, I, I you, still... bit the, you bit the magic bullet. Yeah, I still haven't been it. Yes, I bit the magic bullet. It, I yeah, I um, I'm a little behind on it. But
1: I only because my school semester started up again and I got a new job. So, uh, I, yeah, so I haven't gotten 100% uh, all, through all my anime. I still haven't watched the newest episode of Akiba Strip either. But uh, Tiny of the Evil, it's, it's weird. Some people catch on to it and some people won't. I don't know.
0: You see, like, initially I, was, I didn't want to catch on to it because of what it was about. Like, it's, it's kind of like this alt-Nazi 11-year-old girl. But at the same time, like, when I finally sat down and watched it, like, I was on a ride home. I had two hours to kill, so I just popped it on my phone and watched it. And what I like about the show is just, like, the character of Tanya, technically she doesn't want to fight. She wants to be, like, in the comfortable position where she doesn't have to go and kill. Yeah. But yet every time she tries to get away from it, she gets pushed further and further and further into the front lines. Yeah, and then just seeing her in action, like you, like you said in your um, your piece in the Winter Picks, under the honorable mentions, the animation for this is just flat out gorgeous and amazing, especially in the action sequences.
1: Yeah, it it, it gives me it gives you this really uh, studio bones vibe. Like that's how good the the animations i mean studio bones is like they're top notch when it comes to flying around in the sky being chased by magic bullets or missiles uh
0: so I, i will say though like the show fight won me over with just this great like little comedic scene at the end of episode two where tanya has to take the picture of herself wearing her brand new shiny metal and there's this evil little motherfucker looking so cute and dainty in this little outfit. And it just made me roar with laughter. I guess I
1: should check it out
0: in that case just to see what it's like. It's, it's strange. Like, <laughs> like, it's one of those shows where I know I'm not supposed to root for Tanya the Evil because little Nazi girl. But I'm one of those people that, that wants to see just how far she's going to go up the ranks. I want to see how far she <laughs> reaches it until she gets killed in the most horrific way. Yeah. I, see, I don't. I. I just. I cannot get behind Tanya. I love the show, I, and I'll keep watching
1: it. But I just like honestly can't get behind Tanya. I was like, man, that is one evil little
0: girl. And, and I. I, I and, I'm, and I'm the same way. Like, I can't get behind her. But at the same time, I want to see how far she goes. I've been watching something. Okay. Uh,
1: and it's not part of the season at all so i usually i go to work early and i have a lot of time to kill before i go to work uh so usually i end up watching a couple episodes of anime but now i've moved to a new building and we don't have wi-fi so i can't watch crunchyroll so i I started watching anime (laughs) that i've had collected on my computer oh that's right like animes that don't come out on dvd and don't have any licensing nothing like that so i go find them and i get them uh, and I've been watching, uh, let me get the Japanese spelling of it, uh, cause it's, it's like Diary of a Crazy Family, that's what it's called, uh, the proper name of the show Are, is, is... this Kiran Kazuko Yes! Kieron yes! Kiran yep, you're right. Uh, so I've, I've been watching that, and I am, this sparked, this sparked. I'm 12 episodes in them, but I'm about halfway through the series.
0: And, you, and people don't notice, but this was, like, one of my top 50 anime of my last 10 years when I did the No Borders No Race 10th anniversary. This is a show that is still criminally unlicensed, and it is so good. It's
1: it's so funny. Like, like I, yeah. I, I enjoy watching every episode. It's so good. But what I like um, about
0: the show is it's so funny, it's so crazy, but then all of a sudden, like, it shows something, like, incredibly, like, dramatic that punches you right in the gut.
1: And you're right. I was just about to say that where it's very much uh, a thing where you watch it and you're like, wow, this is really funny, really goofy, and then it gets really serious. Uh, Even to the point where there's like a little bit of bloodshed even from time to time. And you're like, "Uh, what? And then it goes back to being funny. And the characters are so charming because they're all on this secret mission, uh, but it's all uh, orchestrated by this cat girl demon or god she like marries or quote unquote marries uh this guy who's from the you know paranormal phenomenon bureau and he's like really high ranking up there Mm uh but he doesn't seem like it which is really funny uh and he's like the level-headed one and then they have you know a jellyfish a robot a lion, lion uh a little girl, a brother and sister
0: uh, and they have uh, a crossdresser
1: yeah uh <laughs> no the the well the uh yeah the crossdressing or like the, he's a very flamboyant man that is their brother uh that's the brother because they don't have uh and and genka who is the jellyfish do we know if it's a male or a female like it never really says um it does you do find out that she, do she's a female yeah, I th- okay, okay. So that's what I thought. I, th- I thought. I thought that she Genka wasn't. Like, I, I yeah. know we
0: were talking about like dark aspects, but the the backstory of Hyoka and like the friend that he makes while he's in like yeah, training. Yeah. I, 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 that I just episode, thought- like, just
1: whoa. that was the last. That was the last episode I watched. Uh, so I'm because I'm, uh, I'm only halfway through it.
0: So, did your like jaw hit the floor like mine did?
1: No, not really. But because uh, it it was kind of like oh yeah I can see that. But it was it was it's still really. Not- Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Nice, because they're developing all these characters to be really important, and they're all really starting to like one another and respect one another as, like, a real family. (laughs) And the cat girl, uh, Kyoka the cat girl, is just so cute. Like, she, because she's so maniacal and evil, in a a way, but she's so good-hearted. That she's not actually evil, uh, she's just very, very pompous and very, very prideful. And it's so funny because, especially in her love hate relationship with the husband character, uh, how she actually likes him, and even though they're only playing a husband wife role, she re- you you or you start to learn that she really likes him. And it's it's funny to watch them interact, especially when the Grim Reaper character shows up and the Grim Reaper character truly does is in love with that guy. And and the whole jealousy feud starts. Yeah, it's really good. I, I've I've loved every episode I've watched.
0: No, like I said, uh, it's very it's, it's like up there with like like um I two shows that are just criminally unlicensed. Someone should yep. really release this on Blu Ray. <laughs> Disco Tech. That would be awesome. I would love it if Disco Tech got it.
1: So uh, <clears throat> that is what we're watching. Let's move on to our topic. Yeah. Our, our topic today was brought up to us a while ago by a fan, Mike, mm-hmm. who said that he wanted us to talk about the evolution of the character design, which is very appropriate because we've been talking about for this whole season how every show is pretty cute. Yeah, like, it, it's true. Uh, our description of every show so far that we've talked about is, it's cute. Even... It's like, I love show, it, it's but, so cute and adorable. Yeah, even this show, Diary of a of a Crazy Family, is... Cute. cute right? It's cute. really cute. Uh, they. It's one of those shows where they're like, oh, let's plug in our algorithm and see if we can make a cute character. And they yeah. do. Well, the one thing that we crossed over into was the Moe era. We went from, you know, the 90s era of anime that I don't even know what you would call it, straight into this Moe era. Uh, in the 90s, uh, it was really focused on action anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had things like... Uh, when I was—I almost said One Piece, which was true. One Piece did start in there, but uh, Tri- like Ronin Go- Warriors, Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, Ronin
0: Warriors, Veroti uh, Out- Kenshin, yeah.
1: Outlaw Star. That was a specific style Slayers. of anime. Yes, well, Slayers was more like the Tenchi Muyo style stuff, but yes. it was still based on that because Tenchi Muyo and Slayers, even though it was a comedy and a harem, they were still action packed. Yeah, they were filled with action. Like it's like there had to be action in it. So yeah, you had this style of anime that really geared you towards an action style, even though it could be cute at times, and Tenshi Muyo was very cute at times, but it wasn't for that. Oh, another one, Gunsmith Cats. Yes. So you had like the you had you had the Cowboy Bebop style of animation, and then you had the Slayers Tenshi Gunsmith Cat style of animation, mm-hmm. which is really good stuff. Um, I miss that era. I. Me too. Super missed that era. Uh, not to say that because we still like shows today, but where was that transition? See, my first exposure to the Moe era and we knew that things were changing was when k came out. Yeah, k was the first one that really took off. And because everybody watched K-On! Everybody loved k And then they were like, Guys, we have to... Man, this is Moe. Make it k like Like, everybody said, You have to make this show k You know, mm-hmm. I. it's really interesting to think about... Because when you think about, because that's more it, the late it, 2000s, uh, you know, and like getting closer to 2010 era, like 2000, like the 2000 teens, like that we're in right now. I was mean, it really it, that recent? If you, more or less. If you think but, about it, like
0: the aspects of what Q Animation was starting to do with the melancholy of use Izumiya with the character of Mikuru who is basically, like, the queen of Moe, because that's why she was brought into SOS Brigade, because she's a Moe girl.
1: Yeah, look at the size of her boobs. Um, Well, and that was the thing that I was going to bring up, was think about shows that came around in the early 2000s. They had this... It was when they were first experimenting with the really crisp lines of computer-drawn animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Digital.
0: And you... And you had and like Heat Guy J and Cowdy Ragtime Show and like programs like that. Well, think
1: about uh, Elf and Lead, Fully mm-hmm. Uh
0: No, not even Fully Coo- Cool. Fully Cooley
1: still had a, like a hand-drawn look to it almost, because uh, it was kind of grunge yeah. um, in its style. But Elf and Lead, when you watch it, is very smooth and very clean, uh, and there's there's not a lot of roughness to it, and there's a lot of sliding graphics. Because when you had that computer style it it's very different than when you slid a cell when it was hand drawn if you mm-hmm. slid a cell uh, it, and to animate it, it looked different than when a computer animates a slid cell so you had that a lot with uh, things like Elf and Lead uh, even shows like Pokemon and like the newer ages of Pokemon, mm-hmm. like the style completely changed and most of the kids shows actually like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! like it's it there was just this whole shift uh and it was this weird medium of between the hand drawn era and the moe era that we're currently in right now so that was a really interesting style because it was still trying to find its style it, it's it's weird because it's almost like we didn't notice it like like of course we we noticed it in a way but we just full on accepted it there were there's this meme that goes around online where it puts studios next to each other yeah it's like saying here's bones in the 90s and here's bones today oh i saw that yeah that was awesome. here's kiyo annie in the 90s Here's kiyo annie today and then like (laughs) and the shows that they made like the most popular shows that they put out versus the most popular shows that they have now and how the era has changed it's kind of weird because it makes me think where are we going to go beyond this what's going to be the next thing that anime is going to look like we have we have the 90s, and now we have now, and how different they looked. Uh, almost as if the drawings in, from the 90s were more human. They had a more human aspect to them, where, yeah, there were cartoon characters, but they also had the more human aspect It was to them. stylized human. Yeah, where now you clearly get cartoon characters. They still look human, but they're much more cartoon than yeah. they are human. Well, because they're, they're aiming for cute. Right. But what are we going to go to beyond this? What's going to be the next style of anime that's going to go beyond the Moe era? Or are we stuck there well but isn't that the isn't that the question that we really don't know because I'm sure when you were looking at 90s anime you know it' was just like oh Dragon Ball Z I think we're stuck here like what is anime ever going to change you know uh, we just didn't have any kind of idea when it came to that mm. um, even we kind of skipped an era altogether where because we, we'd started talking about the 90s the early 2000s and now the 2000 teens yeah. uh, but we haven't talked about the 80s yet. Mm-hmm. You know, because when when anime was in the eighties, uh, that's when you really had stuff that looked even more like Slayers and Gunsmith Cats, and a little bit grittier um, than like what it was yeah, in the nineties. The well, Dirty Pair. I always yeah, like to think pair. of Ranma, uh, all those kinds of uh, good shows. They kind of focused on cute as well. They look cute. Yeah. Yeah. They when you do that, but they they focused a lot on facial expressions, the same way that they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the the facial expression reaction shots that we're doing right now is not the same as back then where uh, in the 80s, they would have like a longer drawn out reaction to things and it, they would create like a facial expression that was completely like the the Sailor Moon type thing where their face would completely change. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, they did that so much in run It was really good. But like compared to like what they do today, like with Konosuba where like every facial expression is totally different from the past one.
1: Kanosuba is a little different. Kanosuba is its own monster that they really have kind of made it made their own. Actually, this is really it's really ironic that we're talking about this today because Wicked Fan Scott actually sent us over a Patreon page that we should kind of plug. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually know who this guy is. He animates in an 80s style animation. Paul Oda King Johnson. He's the one who made that Tie Fighter short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked yeah. seven years on it, weekends every weekend. Yeah, for seven years he worked on this uh, this fan animation for Tie Fighters that looks quasi eighties. Yeah, almost like that early morning Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, and, sort of look. And he's really good at it. He's he's really good at drawing that style. His animation uh, is is really good as well. It's not. Like what? Fully professional, but it's pretty darn close. It kind of reminded me of a like a Daft Punk music video. Well, mm. and 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 the thing that uh, that uh, I, I I don't want to make it sound like I, I I'm bad mouthing him at all because he's he's really good because he he works professionally yep. as an animator. Uh, the reason why I say it's semi good animation is because he does it all by himself, mm-hmm. and that's really hard to do. Uh, working on animations to the, to the scale that he has, he has like transforming robots and, uh, mechanized machinery. You essentially got to build a machine over and over again. It's insanity. Like, so, uh, so this guy, uh, Paul Oda King Johnson, uh, has a Patreon up now and, you know, cause he wants to make, uh, animating 80s style anime fan animation, his full time work. <laughs> that would uh, be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I believe he can do it. And his animation looks '80s. It's I, I'm I'm looking at his stuff right now. It's just it's so good. Uh, it's it's just so cool. I know that I think Nerdy Show was posting around the Tie Fighter short uh, yep. for a while, but it's it's neat stuff. Uh, and I really love the '80s. You know, that's that's the 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 era that brought us the OVA mm-hmm. and gore and violence and that really grungy, filthy era of we're going to do whatever we want. Yeah, that's HBO it, era. Yeah. So you got things, uh, everything that Go Nagai does, mm-hmm. you know, all the devil mans and violent jacks and the insanity that it comes along with that, that lets us make, you know, hardcore anime happen. Yeah. It's kind of the same way that Hollywood movies... Which, I, I, Evan brought up an interesting point that I want to talk about after this. Yeah. Uh, that Hollywood movies, they go through a trend where it's like, oh, what, what kind of movie, what genre movie is going to make money nowadays? Oh, everybody's feeling down? Comedies are going to be what's what's going to make a lot of money these days. Oh, everybody's feeling safe in action movie, you know? Yes. Like, we're on the brink of peace, let's do an action movie. You know, people yeah. like action. So, But, e- Evan, you brought up a point that I want you to repeat again, too. um Um,
0: about the animation style
1: yeah for well uh, the the thing
0: about that is like animation style doesn't just evolve (laughs) in over in japan it evolves across the world i mean we were talking about like how cute all these like all these characters and creations are in this current season of anime but if you look at like western animation too i mean the characters from adventure time they're cute and adorable, especially like Princess Bubblegum and Marceline the Vampire Queen. You watch Regular Show, those characters are adorable to watch. You watch Wakfu, those characters are adorable to watch. Even Steven Universe, those characters are adorable to watch. It's it's not just Japan that's going full-blown with the cute. It's everybody that's going full-blown with the cute. But with the cuteness comes great storytelling. So it's like, come for like the design, but stay for something deep and meaningful. It, I think that you bring up an
1: interesting point, especially because uh, Japan seems to do something a little different that um, that America doesn't, which Japan puts in a lot more focus onto their character designs and their animation. Um, or rather, not their animation. Their animation suffers, actually, from how, how complex their drawings are, uh, so they can't draw as many pictures. But we in America have such simple character designs that we can draw animation so well because we can we have such simple characters that we can move shapes a lot easier. Yeah. Now you mentioned uh Steven Universe, yeah. which everything nowadays has to look like Steven Universe in order to be popular. Right. Um, it, it it's kind of stuck in this in this limbo like the Moe era is in Japan where right now, if it doesn't look like Steven Universe, then the chances are it's not going to catch on as well. Yeah, right. I, if you go to like an artist alley at an at a anime convention and stuff like that, you will see half of the artists are drawing like Steven Universe. Make it like Steven Universe. But isn't that the case with all anime as well? Like you, if you live in Japan, your stuff is going to look anime. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, and so so like we have this era in the United States where everybody's trying to draw Adventure Time in Steven Universe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not. I don't I don't follow the trends of drawing, but uh but a lot of people are. And uh it's it's quite amazing cuz I almost feel like walking up to them and say, "Hey, draw your own stuff. Don't make it look like Steven Universe." Uh, but then I'd have to walk up to every anime artist as well and say, Hey, don't draw anime, draw your own stuff. Yeah. Draw your own stuff. Don't make it look like anime. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which you probably have to do <laughs> for artist alley too. In some cases, like, Hey, draw your own stuff. Don't make it look like anime. Well, no. And see, when you go to an artist alley, a lot of people do draw their own stuff. Like they do, And they, and that's where fan art comes in. Yeah. You know, where they're drawing fan art of their favorite characters in their style. Uh, but it's usually like, Hey, I drew, I drew Lucy from and Lead as an Adventure Time character, right. so it's like, oh, great, thanks. Uh, um. <laughs> Which actually would make a really funny picture. You got to admit. Oh no, that would <laughs> yeah, be really would. cool. You always have the era of like, oh, this animation style is
0: really popular. I'm gonna learn to draw
1: like that. So I mean, look at then, all
0: like the, look at the animation style that was like in the late '80s. Like everything looked like GI Joe or Transformers or Thundercats,
1: yeah, or Thundercats. Yeah, and and uh, it's it's true. And uh, if you actually think about. How simple DC's strong, uh, Warner Brothers. Like when Warner Brothers animation comes out, and there's always a new DC movie. DC animation is really, really simple because their characters are drawn to be animated. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, if you if you watch a DC show, even like their movies, they either have only one shade of shadow or no shade at all. Yep. They're flat characters. Yep. If you watch the original Batman or Superman show. Their colors are blank slates, which makes, back then it was, it was painting cells, right. made everything so much faster. You just slap on a coat of paint and you send it to the printer. Like it, it made things go so much faster. And, yeah. and, but, and Evan, you said that it, it allows the stories to be a lot more, uh, it, to shine through a lot easier. And I think that's true, but also a, a story isn't necessarily, is isn't necessarily affected by (laughs) how a show looks. The style can, can portray a certain feeling, but that can also be changed. Like in the, in the sense of uh, a show like Higurashi where, where everybody (laughs) was cute, but it was a horror show. Right. And so you're expecting something, but the story turns everything on its head. So that's a a different technique altogether that actually isn't on topic, but it is fascinating. Um, But a story can be driven regardless of how well something is animated. Like Japan animates maybe four frames a second, and that they could still t- tell the same story that Steven Universe does at twenty-four frames a second. Which it, it kind of is like the same thing. Uh, a story can be told in a in a novel with no pictures at all. Right. You know, there's no there's no animation to books, but they could still tell a story just as good as anything else. Right. So. Right. But um. Animation altogether, you know, art style. It depends on how complex you want to go. It affects the animation. Yeah. yeah. What did anime, anime in the 70s look like? Well, like... Lupin the 3rd. Yeah, Lupin the 3rd, Astro Boy. Yeah, well, Astro Boy was one of the 60s. Yeah, but even still, they have that same era. Like, if you think about really, really old Lupin, yep. uh, Lupin the 3rd, it, like, they have, they're still frames with just, like, two frame mouths moving. Was, was
0: Battleship Yamato? Yep, that 80s? was 70s. Yep um the, the first, first 70s, devil yeah. man was was 70s uh um, mozinger z was 70s but like yeah with, go, with, to guy... go to guy did
1: come out from the 70s didn't it yeah. yeah
0: but when you think of like going back to Lupin, when you look at that character design style the creator monkey punch took a lot of his character design inspiration from mad magazine that
1: makes sense so like if if you yeah, ever if you ever
0: remember those like those Mad Magazine little comics from like Sergio Arganos the guy who created yep. uh, Gru, that's where Monkey Punch got his idea for the uh, design for Lupin the Third was his uh, character designs. That yeah that doesn't surprise me at all,
1: but it's fascinating, uh, truly fascinating. Like uh, we were we watched. Uh, um, a thing on youtube about gunsmith cats and oh my gosh i love guns Gunsmith gunsmith cats. gunsmith cats the creator of gunsmith cats is obsessed with america and especially our guns and he had to come to america to make the ova for the show because you can't get a hold of guns in japan and you can't like fire them anywhere they don't have firing ranges so like you so he had to come to america to get a permit to shoot a gun, so that he could accurately do his OVA for Gunsmith Cats. So good, yep. uh, and just as a side note, if you guys haven't seen Gunsmith Cats, you have to. It's, it's fun, and it, it is, is a great fun and it's and it's very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really wish it was more than a four episode OVA. Mm-hmm. So you guys, and and if you find it on DVD, you're gonna find it for like eighty bucks. I also love how the creator originally, like his first series, was Riding Bean but Riding Bean didn't do so well, so he took Riding Bean and he put him in Gunsmith Cats. Yeah, uh, uh, which is funny because Riding Bean is considered uh, one of the Top manimes, yeah, you know, up there with Fist of the North Star and Jojo's Bizarre, but it Adventure. didn't do well, it didn't yeah. take off, it only had like one run because it's a manime, yeah. ma- And manimes are not you, Jojo's probably is probably the pop- most popular manime out there, mm-hmm. but Got Fist you. of the North Star went for hundreds of episodes. But Fist of the North Star is also kind of niche, like it's not very, yeah, that's it's true. It's not like everybody's like, oh my gosh, Fist of the North Star, like it's, <laughs> it's all about you know, although you think about and like and then, every
0: like, time, like you watch like an anime comedy and there's a fight scene, at least. There, there'll be like a 70% chance of one of those characters going, yeah. That's very true. They do it in a Diary of a Crazy Family. There yes. Was like a, it, it, to the point where she was like,
1: ah, da, 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 and then it even ended in a hot towel. Like I was like, oh my gosh, Fist of the North Star. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> so,
0: But I do agree that you see a lot more influence of JoJo than you do with Fist of the North Star. Like even watching something like No Game, No Life, there's just out of nowhere, there's a pose <laughs> yeah. of JoJo.
1: There's the JoJo faces, and they did it in Food Wars this season. Yep. Yeah, they did JoJo, f- oh my gosh, I can't believe that how much they're parodying JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, especially because JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has been around since the '80s. Yeah, that it started in the '80s era, and people are only parodying it now because it hasn't been popular until now. Right, was uh, finally reached that
0: iconic level. Like it's it's finally gotten to that peak where okay, it's time to give JoJo its like its due process. It
1: sucks that it had to be that long, though, because it's been around for so long, and now people are like, Oh my gosh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure's great. Yeah, no duh, we've known this.
0: Yeah, well, it helps that they finally were able to do a fateful anime adaptation of it. Yeah. And that was just recently when they started doing that, and I feel like that's what helped to push its popularity even further. So, final thoughts on this topic. Are we going to go
1: cuter... From here on? Or do you think we're going to have a resurgence back to the old era? Because we have had sneak pre- previews of that, like Cabinary of the Iron Fortress and Attack yep. on Titan. yep um, And even <coughs> Jojo. But are we going to be stuck in an era, do you think? No, of I, think, cute... I think everything that goes up will eventually come back down. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to have like a, a wave almost where in the 70s, 60s and 70s was the early beginnings of anime. And then the 80s started experimenting with cute, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, but it was a, you know, you had shows like Ranma and you had shows like Violence Jack with Gona Nagai. And then, um, but then you go up to the 90s and it's, it was full action. Yeah. So it kind of moved up from there. And then you go up and you have shows like Har- Haruhi Suzumiya and Elfin Lee with that cutish style mm-hmm. and uh, Higarashi. So you're starting to get cuter <laughs> as you go up. And now we're in, you know, the 2000 teens where everything is so freaking cute that you can hardly stand it. And eventually we're not going to be able to stand it. It reminds me <laughs> of the, of actually the video game era where there was a time where everybody loved their, their N64s and even before that their Nintendos. And then everybody needed AAA titles, you know, yeah. it was like AAA titles are what's going to make it with, oh, God of War, Call of Duty, ah! And, yeah. and now um, we're sick oh, a of
0: those. I made, a, I made I made a very they,
1: Yeah, then they masturbate all over their all over their game discs and they're like, "Well, now I can't play this anymore." But right. it's okay, there those <laughs> stupid games. Right. And then they had to go back to to their uh their retro style yep. stuff. And and now everybody's playing downloadable content retro games that are made by four or five people. So So maybe uh, and it, oh, uh what was the anime that came out really recently that we were Oh, it was Izetta where we were like Izetta really looks like an 80s anime character. Yeah. Yeah. So, which, by the they, way, maybe,
0: Izetta versus Tanya—that needs to happen. <laughs>
1: um, so, who knows? Maybe we will see the gradual slope back down to bringing back that '80s style, which I would be so jazzed about. Me too. Holy that'd, crap, be pretty, I, that'd be pretty cool. Because '80s animes, '80s and '90s animes are we, my favorites. We gotta, we gotta fund Oda King, and you know, to show that that's what we want. But not before you fund NerdyShow.com.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a a good point.
1: Yeah, before we uh, move on to some fan service, we should talk about that. We should talk about uh, Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime being... Nerdy Show is a uh, listener-supported network, and you can support us through means like Patreon... Or, uh, and, and you can donate to us every month, or you can do one-time donations on yep. nerdyshow.com slash support, uh, and you can get access to cool stuff. You get hours of content from just uh, going to all that, um, all, 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 through all that stuff. If you, if you give us a dollar, you'll get some pretty cool stuff. If you give us $5, you get even more cool stuff. Uh, but if you can't give monetarily, the best thing that you can do, besides telling a friend, hey, you should listen to this show or any show on the Nerdy Show Network, you should... Tell uh, you should go into iTunes and you should give not only the Nerdy Show Network as a whole a five star rating and an awesome review if you want to, but also Wicked Anime. You can give us a five star rating and an awesome uh, re- review, and we'll read it on the show because we love it. Like the, when every time anybody does that, we like our, our hearts go out to you guys. Um, we love you guys supporting us because without you guys, we wouldn't be here and. And in order for us to keep going, you got to keep supporting us, uh, because we are listener-supported, and you guys make it happen. And thank you so much, because we love doing this. Yes. Uh, yep. So, speaking of you guys supporting us, we got some fan service. Yeah, uh, and I know we said we had a crap ton of fan service. Well, half of it was because you guys sent us the Virgin Killer swag. <laughs> <laughs> um and and we thank you so much. Like it, you guys know us so well that it's hilarious. So the fan service killer we, sweater. Like now. Out, it was it was like no. We've got we got so many special uh, or messages sent to the Wicked Anime in, inbox on Facebook, and it was all like, hey, you got to do the Virgin Killer sweater. Can I do this one first? Sure. Uh, and it looks like we have one over on SoundCloud. We do. I missed it a long time ago, which I'm sorry because I I need to. Our, our fan Dorian. Wicked fan Dorian uh, sent us a message talking about. Remember a while back when we were talking about Jesse and James from Pokemon saying in a movie that they were cousins. Yes, yep. I was actually going to bring this up because because uh, we have another Pokemon thing coming do. up as, later. So I was going to bring this up anyway. So I didn't know this. I had to go look it up because I was fascinated. I, lo- I by looked this it up dude. myself too. Um, apparently uh, they were like yes, it's confirmed that they're cousins in the movies, but in the manga. There is a point where James proposes to Jesse. Yeah, and that comic that that manga chapter ends with a very clearly pregnant Jesse at the end of it. Like, yeah, and they're happy. There's me out there. They're a happy family. There's they're not James. Yeah, they're not Team Rocket anymore. Yeah, there's James over Jesse's shoulder, and they have like this very happy family portrait with her with with uh, Jesse with like a nine month baby bump. And it's like the sweetest thing. And you can look it up. You can look up Jesse James married or Jesse James manga and it'll come up. Uh, It's one of the the most iconic things from the Pokemon manga. And I didn't know Dorian. He sent this along to us and like I was floored. So thank you for bringing that to our attention because I love, I love, I loved finding that out. The fact that, but, but here's the question though. Were they
0: still cousins? I don't think Uh, they'd be still cousins after that. Well, well, no, no.
1: The thing is, I think, uh, I think in the TV series they said that they were cousins, but I don't think in the manga they ever said that. No, I yeah. don't think uh, so either.
0: I think that uh, might have been something that they added to the TV series. He, so here's the thing: was the
1: movie confirmation that they were cousins a Japanese confirmed thing, or was that a Four Kids? Yeah, uh, uh, no, that was a Japanese that,
0: thing. It, they actually didn't do that in the Four Kids one. Okay, so it wasn't a sailor moon, they're not lesbians, they're cousins thing. Right. Happened.
1: Okay. Just make it sure. Alright, so so then it was actually made for specifically for the T V series so that they didn't have to go through the where do babies come from, mommy sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I think when it comes to shipping, rocket shipping has always been the best. Yep. Like Ever since the 90s, rocket shipping has always been the best thing on the face of the planet. Rocket shipping. <laughs> that's what it's been called. <laughs> really? You didn't know that? No, I've never heard of it. Yeah, that. rocket shipping. That's, that's, what it, that's what it's always been called. That's hilarious. Uh, does that mean that would One Piece shipping be pirate? Yes, yeah, so yeah, pirate, shipping. pirate shipping. They'd be
0: plundering each other's booty. Yarr!
1: <laughs> 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 Back to fan service. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Dorothy, because that is amazing, and we did not know that. Now our brains have exploded <laughs> because you introduced this to us. Uh, what, coming, was, what was the other Pokemon thing you had? Uh, coming from Wicked Fan Scott with uh, Pokemon Waifu Watch. Uh, for This was his comments on episode one, 103 and the wikis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said. Pokemon Waifu Watch. I got uh, got a few husband Number one is Brock. Uh, ah. Yes. Uh, he said, on the games, uh, Lily is the number one Waifu, and number one ship with her is Female Trainer from Sun and Moon, hmm. uh, which I haven't played Sun and Moon yet, so I don't know anything about that. Uh, he says, uh, Jesse and James I call as canon because Pokeballs of Steelix uh, and James Jamesy Rocket. Uh, so... Now, Scott, we have just told you that, in fact, Jesse and James is canon. Like, how amazing is that? So, not even because of Pokeballs of Steelix, but because of official Pokemon manga. Oh, I know who Lily is from Pokemon Sun and Moon, uh, by the way. She's everywhere. She exploded all over the internet when when she came out. I I actually now know who she is now that I've looked her up. He said, uh, in Anime for Families, the original dub for Crayon Shin-Chan... Uh, Was one I watched with my dad when I was a child in the late 90s, which is pretty funny how you watch Shin Chan with your parents. Well,
0: because back then there was a dub in Hawaii where the character of Shin Chan was played by E.G. Daly, the voice of Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. And it was very kid friendly. Huh. And it only aired Uh, in Hawaii because the rest of the country, they didn't want to show, you know, Shin Chan, you know, without his pants and his stuff. Yep.
1: Uh, he said, on the Christmas demands, uh, I don't have one, but there is a ski jumping manga called, uh, no, 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 which is done by, which is done by Lin Okamoto. That's probably the sound that I would make if I'm skiing. No, 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 tree. Unless it's no, 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 or something like, I don't know. But uh, uh, yeah, Linokamoto, the the author and writer, the author and writer of *Elf* and *Lead*, did this skiing anime, and I did not know that because <laughs> I thought he only did uh, dark stuff, uh, unless it's a really dark skiing anime. It could be dark. It a could be very dark anime. <laughs> yeah. it, But it could be like that movie *Frozen*, and no, not the Disney movie *Frozen*. I'm talking about the one where they're stuck on the ski lift and then they get frostbite.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Kate hotter in that real and, small And, e- and, and yeah. eaten yeah, and eaten by wolves. Yeah, uh, eaten by wolves. Uh, on the wikis, uh, anime style game, I will say that uh, Shante half uh, half genie hero. Yep. So so he <laughs> so he agrees with you, Scott. Uh, Evan Scott agrees with you, Evan. There we go. Because uh, you also said Shante half genie hero, right?
0: Well, Shante is kind of like my video game waifu, but the video game Shante half genie hero was seriously like one of the best video games of last year. It was number two on my list. Number one was Valhalla, the cyberpunk bartender's yes. action game. Yep. But Shantae Have Genie Hero absolutely is a game that everybody should go out and play and buy.
1: I really want to. It's so weird how Shantae have stayed so underground, but yet they're so good. Um, I know, that's uh, why I'm moving, trying to push it out more. Come on, more people, buy the uh, game. Uh, move, uh, moving <laughs> on a little bit, uh, this is actually a little bit outdated because we got a tweet from Scott. Much later, about him, having, he had a conversation with us about Konosuba. Yeah. Uh, so, continue he said, "I'm going to try Konosuba and see if, uh, from my British perspective, if what Evan said is true. Uh, is it? Uh, it's going to be the first anime I watched since Luluko." And what did he say? I forget. Uh, it's
0: we have it tweeted right here. <laughs> uh, I have the tweet up right here. He said it was like at the 10 minute mark when he was all in for this show, of the first episode, because there was yeah. Like- and he pointed out a visual gag that I had never even seen myself in Konosuba. Yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, so so yes, Scott is now watching Konosuba and he also likes it. See guys, we we would never lead you astray. Konosuba is a wonderful anime that Sarah doesn't like.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> well, listen, listen, listen. That brings that brings up an important thing that we're currently working on. We're we're currently trying to raise money so she can get a funny bone marrow transplant. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah. and then finally
1: in this email because we have actually have a second email from Scott. Uh he says um in the winter 2017 uh, 17 shows I decided to watch Nyanko Days because it's uh because it uh it is the cutest little cat girl's ever. Nyanko is love. Nyanko, yeah, Nyanko is, is love. love. Blood is gross, cyborgs for life. <laughs> um yeah, and so so that's pretty funny that uh Nyanko is Nyanko Days is fun to watch and it doesn't really waste my time at all. It doesn't all, waste you your know.
0: time. That's why I keep watching it. Yeah,
1: uh so no, but otherwise, it's kind of creepy because of the little cat girls, but I agree. I, I mean, <laughs> Oh, come on. Me, you want plushies girl. of
0: those cat girls, don't you?
1: See, if I had plushies, then it would make sense because they were plushies. If they were actually little tiny humans like that, I'd be like, what is that thing? <laughs> <laughs> You're going
0: to uh, go over
1: there. Scott's episode one, uh, 105 feedback, uh, he says, Akima's trip. You've played the second game. <laughs> I, didn't yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know Akima's first trip was was the second game yeah so the first one uh is the or the one that ha, or this first one is the one that has the non-vampire vampires like this mm-hmm. like from the show the one that we played has like the actual vampires so where right. is the original game we didn't this get one it was America. a
0: psp title oh. oh yeah that's why no one remembers it yeah. wow
1: I okay. do. Rem- I do remember a PSP title coming out for but it. But I thought it was the same thing. I thought it was the same thing too. I thought this was like the port. Yeah, I it was a PSP and That's port. what we I thought. too. That's what I thought as well. So I guess we were wrong. Oh, uh, that's so, disappointing. Uh, he also said, "Because he's saying uh, I am watching Nyanko Days, Dragon Maid from this, from this, and Dragon Maid from this season so far. Uh, this is more anime than I than i the I've watched last year in total. <laughs> 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 which he chose." Uh, Dragon Maid is amazing can I just Dragon say Maid? like
0: how in love with the soundtrack I am with that show like everything is so yeah. good about me- Dragon Maid but that soundtrack is just amazing yeah. it's no, like I'm, Pixar I level whimsical I love yeah no I
1: too love the soundtrack but the again we're gonna say it again the characters are so
0: cute yes the characters are so cute that it's like the monster girls are teaching us important life lessons in Dragon Maid and both interviews with Monster Girls and then he says uh, aggressive Retsuko. I am glad to, uh, I am glad that they are doing
1: a promotion in America uh, but you could have been watching the, uh, the the awesomeness for months months I have been missing episodes so I can catch up. There are 41 subtitled one minute episodes out. Aggressive Retsuko. Yeah, about the Red Fox who sings metal. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's been out for a long time. I haven't been watching it. Nope, neither neither. I. I. Where can you find it? I don't know. Because I really want to watch it. Yeah, but we talked about it way too late. Yep. And it's been around for a long time. Yep, he old, says... Old hat. Old news. He, he says, the 2017 New Year episode is amazing. Screw you, Destiny, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh that's it so far so i have uh one from big bad shadow man and he responded to his thoughts see okay so our sentai guy big bad shadow man and giant robot and giant monsters uh he he is weighing in on his thoughts for the power rangers trailer he loved the design of the putties which I think is true. Like, they're these golem creatures instead of the guys that running around. So just go, woo!
0: <laughs> Although I wonder if
1: they're actually going to make a sound in the movie. I'm actually looking forward to finding out whether or not they do that. Um, but he hated Goldor. Uh, Goldor. Yeah, Goldar. He yeah. hated... He thinks it's lazy. Uh, the the design was no good. And, I mean, I'm a tattoo he's just like a, a human, uh, like an anthropomorphic gold thing. Uh, but Matt Frank... Released his own Goldar redesign for the movie, and it's a lot better. Just a, lo- a little bit more appealing, you know. Yep, Matt Frank's a good artist. Matt Frank is a really good artist. Mm. I, I I think I think uh, Big Bad has the right to have him as his favorite artist because mm-hmm. uh, he's he's pretty solid. He he does some really amazing kaiju monsters. Yeah, it's really cool. It's it's just really strange that because I had never seen the movie Goldar before, which he's he does look pretty lazy. It's I Yeah, mean, it looks like he's just a big golden golem. Yeah. It, it's like uh, the lazy man's my the way that I saw it, it's the lazy man's Guillermo del Toro drawing. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. No. He he's like he's like um Meltman from from Action <laughs> Action League Now. Meltman with the power to melt. melt. <laughs> Alright. Uh, he's super up, strong
0: uh, and he's super naked. You can't do that <laughs> to in today's TV, by the way. I know, seriously.
1: <laughs> next up we have an email from Tempsu. Uh and I really love this because Tempsu just sent us like the best thing ever. He says specifically I had uh and I Am Such a Weeb moment. <laughs> okay. Uh like the our weebiest moment of the year from the wikis. Yeah. Uh he says, I was browsing the Transformers wiki as one does <laughs> and uh and came upon the japanese pronunciation for wind blade uh uh and he says i thought to myself huh i can see blade uh blade in that spelling i wonder what the first word sounds like um and once i had said it out loud uh and and said it louder for a second time uh, it was at that point i realized that the name is literally just uh broken english wind blade and my shame uh, was made manifest <laughs> you know it's funny because the, if you in person if you just like read those words together then like your accent is atrocious but if you read it as if you were a j- angry japanese man like if you read it as if you were beat yeah. takashi if, if you thought you were, if you thought you like pretend you're beat takashi and you're and you're saying words like yeah. your accent immediately gets better <laughs> Windu Bredo windblade Bredo. Windu, Bredo. <laughs> Windu Bredo! yeah yeah windblade <laughs> So that's that's funny, man. Thank you for saying. I, I love that they that. I think that we could do an entire section on our show of just finding those words <laughs> and reading them.
0: Frostbeard was uh, felt sufficed with my answer. By the way, for now, yeah. for now. Yeah, Sean
1: Wicked fan. Sean did say he was uh, satisfied with the answer for Waifu Watch on Pokemon for now. For now. I don't want to bang. I don't want to bang Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I don't either.
0: Please <laughs> stop. No. Po- Please, uh, please don't do that again.
1: Cease and desist. You make me, you make me uncomfortable. I need to go in a safe space. Anyways, so next uh, episode, very exciting. You know what month it is next month, Andrew? Are we starting Con month next month? Next month is Con month. Oh my gosh, guys, we're gonna be starting Con month. Ah, uh, wait, it's are you so sure? fun. Yep. And our Damn. next episode, it, we're recording on February nineteenth. However, that recording doesn't get released. Until March 2nd. And March 2nd is Con Month! Wow. wow. Cause, uh, yeah, because c- the very end of March, uh, March 31st, is when we're going to Anime Boston. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, oh boy, guys. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have to start planning some special stuff for you guys yeah, because we well, love con, month. con Month is so much fun for us because we get to improvise and just talk about convention crawls. Mm-hmm. It's great, <laughs> talk about stories, all that stuff. So if you guys want to join in on our conversation that we just had about the era of anime and character design, uh, you can email us at WickedAnimeReviews at gmail.com. That's WickedAnimeReviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at Facebook.com slash WickedAnime, where we post news and articles and podcasts, and you guys can chat with us, and we can talk about Anime Boston. It was great. Uh, You can also find us at Nerdyshow.com slash WickedAnime, where you can, if you're not already listening to this podcast there, you can also listen to it at SoundCloud and iTunes. And you can also watch our videos on nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime. But you can also find our videos at youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews. You can find us at all the social medias. You can find us on Tumblr at t- wickedanime.tumblr.com. You can tweet us at yo wicked anime on Twitter. And of course, you can find us uh, on uh, what? YouTube. YouTube. What? I already said YouTube. You did? Yeah. Was I have to listen. I always tune com. out. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter you guys know by now you guys know where to find us by now it's, everything's fine uh, another place you can find us is Twitch maybe because we like to play video games every once in a while but not too often so don't expect it too much but it, it's there at WickedAnnaPlay.TwitchTV Twitch.TV slash Play. <laughs> yeah that one. Evan knows where to find us. He's our fan. <laughs> and uh, and I think that's it for now because I'm getting tired and very sick and i got to go watch the Super
0: Bowl. Evan, go. All right, so for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band one want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter at king__baby__duck on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Inc on the J-Pop anime and video games amino pages at kingbaby.esh, and on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, like us on facebook.com slash bostonbashbrigade, and on facebook.com slash land Don't forget about all the other sites under the land of Ash, including The Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smash Rook, and NerdCrave. and... Hopefully by the time this episode is aired, there will be a new episode of the unboxing on you on our YouTube page, uh, youtubecom slash sisterhood, where I get to open up the Nendoroid of everyone's favorite douchebag Aqua from Konosuba. Oh. <laughs> I love Aqua. Yeah, she's such a dick. <laughs> I love her
1: crying tantrums. She she does the best crying tantrums ever. Yeah. Kazuma, Kazuma was mean to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: purification, purification. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, no, she's so I. I love the whole cast of Konosuba. That's another perfect. show that I watch. That, that I watch like
0: the whole opening to every time. It's just so. Fun. Oh my god, hey, I mean, the opening is like the best opening of the season so far because it's just so funny. Like it prepares you for the laughter that's about to happen. Yeah.
1: I love the part in the opening when darkness is, like, raising the sword to the exploding rocks. And, like, that's my favorite part. It's like, here we go. Here it comes. Here Here we go. go. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We got to go watch Super Bowl uh, LI. What number is that? 51. 51. 51. Super Bowl LI. Lee. Super Bowl Lee. Uh, So, thank you for listening. We will uh, see you in the next episode. When we start talking about con stuff because it's con month. Woo! Yeah, yeah con my favorite. And we'll sign off the only way we know how. k bye. k recording got really quiet it did did. i yelled i screamed i went it's con month Ah, i see and it got really quiet it's like hey man you're being too loud now it's like hey now you're not being too loud now see now it's now it's getting back up now it's starting to trust me again yep the microphone has trust issues because it's like don't scream at me like that because i'm afraid (laughs) and now it's like but i'll come back to you like a dog that gets kicked and it still wants to be fed Oh jeez, that good analogy there, buddy. Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> That's awful. Oh my gosh, I I hate that. I hate that I just said that. Mm. You can cut it out. <laughs> it's probably it's probably gonna go at the end. <laughs> Wicked A. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.